The Sitter Snippet series is sponsored by Dr. Robert Judy Brookstein in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. We are on the second paragraph of the first bracha of Birchos Kriyashma, and in that second paragraph, as we explained last time, we've transitioned from the cosmic order of nature to talking about the role of the angels and the uniqueness of the angels in their praise of Hashem and what we can learn from them. May your name be praised forever. Yotzer Mishar Sim. We describe Hashem as Malkeinu, our king, but he's also the Yotzer Mishar Sim. He is the creator of the Mishar Sim. Who are the Mishar Sim? What are we referencing? Why is that his identity that we're calling him the creator of these Mishar Sim? Vasher Mishar Sav, and those, the Mishar Sim and Mishar Sav, Kulam Omdin Barum Olam. They all stand in the universe's heights, Barum, in the exalted place of the world. What's going on over here? So the Torah in Arachayim Simon and Tess tells us that we're telling Hashem, the angels you created since the very beginning, Michal and Gavriel, who are, so to say, the fathers of the angels, they stand, we've read about them since the beginning of time and their roles that they continue to be assigned on Hashem's behalf. But in addition to the early or the original angels, there are also new angels who are created each and every day Every time Hashem interacts with each and every one of us, it is through an angel. The angel is Hashem's expression in this world. The manifestation of Hashem and the way He interacts with each and every one of us is described as the angel that He created. That is our providence. The angel that is assigned the mission in our lives. So these angels, the Yotzer Mishar Sim, the Asher Mishar Sav, the original and the newly created and renewed each and every day, where are they? What do they do? They're kulam omdim. They stand. Where? Barum olam, the most exalted place of the universe. Those angels, of course, are an extension, a connection of Hashem Himself. So where else would they be but Barum olam? But they're described not coincidentally as being omdim. Rav Steinman Zatzal, in his commentary on the Siddur, describes that the malachim are always omdim. We know there's a contrast between humans who are mahalchim, we follow halacha, we are holech, we are in movement, we are going, we are confronted by temptation, by distraction, by desire, we have free will, we have choices that we make, and therefore we are in movement. We're either drawing closer to Hashem, we're making the wrong choices, we're having bad judgment, in which case we're more distanced from Hashem. We're never still. We're constantly in motion because we're constantly confronted with choices with expressing our sense of free will. The angels in the Psukim describe this in Tanakh. With the angels that are always described as omdim and individuals, humans are described as mahalchem, we're in movement. So therefore, it says Rav Steinman, it's described here, kulam omdim. The angels all still, still, they don't have free will. They don't have temptation, they don't have desire. They were created exclusively to fulfill the will of Hashem. That is the mission for which they exist, the mission for which they are created, and it is the mission that they fulfill without wavering or without fluctuating. They proclaim together, all these angels sing in harmony. They operate in unity. And what do they do? They proclaim in awe, together aloud, they proclaim. The Eitz Yosef points out, that when it comes to Basavadam, when it comes to a human being, the closer you feel to the person, the more you see them behind the scenes, the more casual a relationship, the more intimate you know them, 
the less awe you have for them. You have awe for them when they're at a distance. You have awe for them when you see them from far away. But the more you see them behind the scenes and the more comfortable and casual you feel, the less awe that you have. Hashem, however, is categorically different. Hashem, the closer you get, the more filled with awe you are. The more you know Him, the more awe you have, the more yira you carry for Him and of Him. And therefore the angels who are the closest to Him, they are mashmirim. What are they mashmirim? Not piava. You would expect the angels who have the greatest access, the angels who are the closest, who know Him best, who are Him. You'd expect them to proclaim with love, but instead, in the case of God, the closer you are, the more awe you feel. And what do they proclaim? They proclaim, They proclaim the words of the living God, who is the Melech Olam, who is the king of the hidden, the king of the universe, the king of eternity. Well, end with this, what does it mean, the words of the living God? So one understanding is, the angels themselves employ the vocabulary of Torah as the way they praise Hashem. The Torah is Hashem's diary. The Torah Hashem dictated. So to take His own words in order to praise Him is the highest and holiest level we can achieve. So what is it they proclaim Beira with a sense of awe? They use the Divrei Elohim Chaim. They use the vocabulary of Torah as the language with which to praise Hashem. But the Radak understands differently. The Radak says, Divrei Elohim Chaim. Is Chaim describing God? Elohim Chaim, He's a living God as opposed to what? Chas Shalom. He's immortal, he's eternal, he's infinite. We don't have to describe him as living. Rather, says the Radak, Elohim Chaim, whenever we see that expression, it doesn't mean God is living as if he, there's an alternative, but it means he is the Shoresh of all Chaim. He's the source of all life. Elohim, he's the God. Chaim, he is the source of all animated, all living beings, of everything. And then it makes sense. He's Elohim Chaim. He's the Elohim who's responsible for all Chaim. And therefore, whoever's responsible for life certainly rules over life. So therefore, the continuation is Elohim Chaim Melech Olam. The one who's responsible for life rules over life. Chazal tells us, the Gemara says, there's not a blade of grass that doesn't have an angel in charge of it. Anything that is alive, anything that has life to it, there is an angel, there's an emissary of Hashem responsible, watching over, determining everything about it. That's what it means. Divir Elohim Chaim Umelach Olam.